times in our lives, we'll talk about it here. I am your host and bestie, Jen Coleslaw, coming to you from the soulless suburbs of Northern Virginia. Hello, friends, and welcome to the end of November. I am squeaking out an episode today because we're getting awfully close to the last rabbits of the calendar year, and it's probably a good idea to remind you of that. I neglected to do my rabbits in December 2020, and we all know what happened. Folks who are new to the pod, bad things happened in December 2020 and then January 2021, and bad things just kept happening. And honestly, we need a break. It is awesome that the universe finally claimed that ghoul Henry Kissinger, so someone's rabbits in November worked. But remember, you got to say rabbit, rabbit, or you can say it three times like some of us do, first thing after midnight. On the first of the month, whether you're still awake or you wake up, it has to be the first words you whisper before anything else. You can go right back to sleep if you want. Oh, hey, I wonder if we can get our friend Alexa to say it. So, how was everyone's Thanksgiving? I hope it was exactly the one you wanted, and if it wasn't, that you set yourself up as best you can to have the next holiday be the one that suits you. If you follow me on the socials, you know that Ben came home from his Thanksgiving with COVID, finally breaking our long-running streak of being safe while out, masking while on the plane for work travel, and at the grocery store and other busy, crowded areas, and testing before seeing family to ensure we're not passing anything to our friends and family who may have compromised immune systems. I came home from my Thanksgiving with some really delicious rolls that Alex made and half a coffee cake. So as of last Saturday, the house was split in half with Ben and the dogs and the murder kittens in the basement with his fridge and microwave and tea kettle and coffee stuff and me and the other kitties on the second floor and the kitchen. We are privileged enough to have a house big enough for us to be fully separate from each other, leaving things for each other at the front door or the back door with our own bathrooms and where jobs where we can work remotely if we're feeling up to it. Our health insurance covered Ben's Paxlovid. My job covered all of our testing supplies. But I have felt pretty unwell for the last three days now, so I probably have a very mild case, although I am not testing positive on the home tests, which I have heard is not at all unusual. So I'm going to apologize in advance if I do a little coughing. It goes without saying, but you know what? I'm going to say it anyway. How much I resent the lack of care of others that too many people have these days. Aside from us being sick and sequestered in the house, we haven't been able to go out and get a Christmas tree or do any decorating, put up inflatables. We have burned through sick leave. We have lost time 
and who knows what else to this pandemic, which is now going on year four, and we are lucky we can afford this, but we have no control over how sick we could get and for how long. It is one thing not to trust complete strangers to take care of one another, but is absolutely a different game altogether when it's your own friends and family who were totally over COVID, despite it not being over us. <sighs> In other related news, Rufus goes away to sleepaway camp if we're both not too sick to drop him off uh, next Monday for two weeks. And I'm supposed to be at a conference in Maryland later that week, which I might just have to skip because I may not have the energy. So there are two other things that are affecting us by us getting sick. And I have some big plans to make cookies and hot chocolate bombs and pralines this year. And I can't do any of that until I'm not sick anymore. So I'm pretty close to just writing Christmas off this year, thanks to Thanksgiving. Yes, I am whining. I feel terrible, and I am whining. Okay, but I did do my own little rap like Spotify does last night, and I have an inventory of how I did on my New Year's resolutions. Under Reclaiming Time, I would say I did okay on this as I did not go to the required Thanksgiving event, uh, but I still got sick anyway, so maybe that one is a wash. We'll see how I am able to hold firm for Christmas. Under learn new things, I did get that pressure canner that I had been talking about, thanks to the support of the Patreons, and we learned how to use it and successfully canned a few batches of the most delicious chicken soup, which, by the way, we gave to the, the, the animal hospital manager's husband, who not only was having surgery, but then got COVID while he was at the hospital. And we gave him some of that chicken soup and he said that it cured him. So um, clearly that is good chicken soup. That's Ben's recipe. It was very delicious. So we were able to can some chicken soup and not kill anybody. And then we unsuccessfully canned some of Ben's chili. And I think that was because we used uh, low quality lids. During the pandemic, lids and bands were really hard to find. And so we ended up getting some that were not the ball brand. And I think that that was where we made the mistake. Anyway, we had to throw all those away. I did not get ukulele lessons because I never heard back from the music school. Um, but I'm going to carry that over till next year. And I will make another effort to try to find some YouTubes where I could try to learn. But I really learn better when I'm sitting next to somebody to learn something like knitting or ukulele. Uh, it's harder for me to uh, learn something in a mirror situation. I feel like there was one other thing I was going to tell you about that I learned, but I cannot for the life of me remember what it was. But if I remember, I'll put it on the socials. Okay, so under wake up and fight, I feel pretty good about this one. I can safely say that I do that every single morning, every noon and every night, and I will continue to do that. But I think the one that I did most poorly on is choose joy. That was definitely um, aspirational. Um, that one is still a struggle, and I don't know if I will ever get there. I am so easily derailed by the enormity of the world's sins, of having too much empathy. I wonder if joy has trouble finding purchase in my soul because I'm too busy fighting 
for what I believe is right. And it's hard to find joy and fight at the same time. Because while maybe the two are not mutually exclusive, if I had to choose between being a person who stands up and bears witness or a person who is all about her own joy, I would always choose waking up and fighting for other people. Okay, so I don't have much else to share this week because I am still so full of rage that Ben and I are sick and no one wants to hear 25 minutes of that. So let's instead talk about all the food holidays for December plus the first week of December and then one more remainder uh, reminder for saying your rabbits. And I'm going to start with the all-month holidays. And and I swear, every December, I am surprised that there's only a few for December and that it is fruitcake month, which I really don't care about. I'm not a fan of fruitcake. And it's eggnog month. And I actually kind of like eggnog, but not with um, alcohol in it. Eggnog also gets its own week, which is the last week of December. So clearly, big eggnog has some juice, so to speak. The first week of December and the first day of December is cookie cutter day and week. And as you know, I am a huge collector of cookie cutters. And in my slack full of Sons of Samhorn defectors, we do a Secret Santa thing. And my Secret Santa this year sent me a whole bunch of cookie cutters. And absolutely my favorite one is the jellyfish. I am still trying to come up with a great way to display all of my cookie cutters. Kath and I were not able to magic up a plan for them where I can organize them in categories and then see them all the time. And part of the problem is that the dining room, which is also the room where I do all my work, like cookies and cakes and cookie decorating and stuff like that, is almost all windows. And so there's hardly any wall space. Um, friend of the pod... Kelly sent me this great idea using a pegboard, but I don't have a big enough wall space to put that up. But what I was thinking was maybe a kind of plate rail all the way around the top of the windows, all around the room, and then using little nails and hanging the cookie cutters up there. We'll have to see. Anyway, December is also pie day. And here are my three favorite pies right now uh, in order. Lemon chess pie, banana black bottom pie, and pecan pie. Although actually it's probably easier to just tell you my least favorite pie, and that will always be mincemeat pie. Do not like mincemeat pie, not a fan. Um, probably why I don't like a fruitcake. It's also peppermint bark day, and that is uh, more fun to make than it is to eat, in my opinion. Like, it's a great gift because it looks so pretty, um, but I am not sure I could eat a half pound of it, never mind a full pound. Um, it's also the day you break out your advent calendars. But here's a pro tip. Christmas doesn't get here faster if you open all the windows in one week. Saturday, December 2nd is National Fritters Day, and I think this covers any kind of fritters that you might be interested in, whether they are sweet like apple fritters or savory like corn fritters. It's also Bartender Appreciation Day, so if you go out, tip your bartender well and don't give them COVID, please. Sunday is Apple Pie Day, and that's definitely one of my top five pies. I don't like it with a crumb top, though. My mother used to make a really great apple pie. I'm sure she doesn't now, but uh, I do have her recipe. But I have to say, um, 
unlike some things where I have my mom's recipes where I make it easily as good or better than she does, um, I have never been able to make an apple pie as good as my mother's. Monday is National Cookie Day, and it's also Take Rufus to Sleepaway Camp, and we cannot wait to see what kind of magic Michael is going to work with him. When we brought him up for his evaluation, uh, I guess it was the Monday before Thanksgiving, Ruffy was so unhinged, which was actually nice, so that Michael could really see that we were not being overwrought pet parents about his behavior. We'll get him back on Sunday the 17th, and a big shout out to the Golden Ratio and Jen Goldbeck, GR Mom, and the Golden Ratio Foundation for making this happen for him. Rufus is a sweetheart, and I love him so much, but he can absolutely be abusive when he is overstimulated, and when Ben was in Hawaii, I was just covered in bruises from him jumping on me and knocking me into things, and it's kind of a surprise that I haven't like cracked my head open on some cement stairs because he gets so excited. And to connect all of these things, I bought myself the nicest copper golden retriever cookie cutter from the Fussy Pup, which is an online cookie cutter store, not a sponsor. I'm just sharing information. They're on Etsy, but you can also find them on Amazon. And if I make cookies this year, I'm totally going to use that cutter and decorate it. I also have a beagle cutter and several cat co uh, cutters. Um, I got a really cute uh, kitty cookie cutter that came with my Secret Santa cookie cutters that I could actually make a whole house full of cookies decorated like Rufus, Waffles, Pete, Big Sugar, Sister Helen, Murder Kitten, Clown Shoes, Blueberry, and Laddie Marmalade. Okay. So Tuesday the 5th is Satcher Tort Day, and I am just not a big fan of this dessert. For one thing, I think it's super dated. I mean, yes, it's super dated because it's like a dessert from the 1800s in Austria, but I used to see it all the time in restaurants in the 90s and in early 2000s, and I didn't care for it then. It is just way too much chocolate. It's too dense. And plus, I think that the apricot jam that's in the middle has like no flavor to speak of. But if that is your jam, so to speak, you may have my serving. Wednesday, December 6th is National Gazpacho Day. And is it really because it's December here and, and it's, it's getting cold? And gazpacho is a cold soup. And so I'm going to call an audible and say it's chicken noodle after ice skating soup. Although with global warming... Probably none of the skating ponds where I grew up in Connecticut would be thick enough for skating on this day, but maybe in Vermont. Okay, so let's let's make an adjustment here. Let's call it chicken noodle or chicken with star soup day after putting up all the inflatables or decorating your stairs with garland day. It's also microwave oven day, which I guess is a necessary evil in most kitchens these days. We have one that we use periodically, and Ben has a tiny microwave in the basement, which has been a real lifesaver for him as he rides out his COVID in isolation. Um, before I was feeling truly awful and realized that I was actually sick too, I still mask because I actually have always masked at the grocery stores this whole time, I bought him a freezer full of Trader Joe's microwave meals. And now we're using our Instacart Plus membership that um, Jen talked me into because uh, she loves it so much. And now 
we see the value in it. Anyway, so now we don't have to go out for groceries, but um, it's so isolating. I got to say, I don't love it. Anyway, Thursday, the 7th of December is National Cotton Candy Day. And kind of like gazpacho, I'm not 100% on board with it being in December. But you know what? I don't get to make the rules. And it's also the first day of Hanukkah. So I don't know. I just cotton candy in December just seems so weird. Anyway, December 8th, which is Friday, we celebrate National Chocolate Brownie Day. Yay! I love brownies. I love cream cheese brownies. I love brownies with walnuts. Brownies might be one of the only all chocolate treats that I am fully on board for. I am also totally okay with box mix brownies because I think they are perfectly delicious. I tend to uh, add the extra egg in my box mix brownies because I like cake-like brownies versus fudgy brownies. I also have one of those pans that looks like a little maze so that all of the brownies that you cut have at least two edges because edge brownies are, of course, the best brownies. It is also lard day, and I will inform you that, you know those Jiffy corn muffin mixes that are so convenient? Unless you pick the vegetarian one, it has lard in it. So we get the vegetarian one by default. But I'm not against lard. I love a good pie crust made with lard, but I'm just telling you because you might not know that. I don't cook or bake with lard because I think those Crisco sticks work just as good in my opinion. But uh, again, I would not say no to a pie crust that was made with lard. And finally, on the Saturday the 9th, we can celebrate National Pastry Day, which really covers all kinds of treats, most of which I absolutely love. One of the casualties of COVID was the mini pastry case at Wegmans, which was just perfect for a lunch snack. I could get like a little ham and cheese pastry, and they are like, I don't know, three by three inches. They were about the size of a post-it note. Um, or they were a box of them were perfect for like a small meeting. And I keep going and thinking that someday they'll be back, but I think that they are fully on gone, which is too bad. But that's okay. Wegmans doesn't have to carry everything. It is also Christmas card day, which I guess is a reminder to go ahead and send them. Uh, I love getting and sending Christmas cards, but I'm not always very good at sending them in any kind of timely fashion. So I try to get generic enough ones so that they act as New Year's cards. I really want to be a more organized person, especially around the holidays, but I am so easily derailed by things like getting sick or some work thing or some other ridiculous drama. It doesn't even matter what it is. What matters is how easily I let things bump my joy, which sounds like a perfect euphemism, but it in fact is not. And then the thing that, that I wanted to do that is supposed to spark my life up feels more like an obligation instead of something that should be fun. And I don't know how to get around that. So if anybody has ideas, I'd love to hear them. I honestly keep thinking that next year is going to be different. And then the next year is always more difficult. And I don't understand why it has to be like this. And I appreciate that I am the master of my own destiny. But um, God, I got to think that there's, there's a better way to do things. Okay, friends. Rabbit, 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 set a calendar reminder or an alarm or a post-it note on the inside of your CPAP machine. Say your rabbits. 
uh, to give us good luck for the last month of the year of another slog of a year where we lost friends and family and pets. But at least that fucker Henry Kissinger is finally in hell where he belongs. Please keep sharing and talking up the podcast because next year I want to be in someone's Spotify wrapped as their favorite podcast of the year. If you would like to support the work and get little extras, I'm still working on the treasure boxes. They didn't get finished while Kath was here. And then Thanksgiving and COVID and all that rage has been keeping me quite busy. <sighs> anyway, you can join the Patreon at several levels by navigating over to patreon.com slash two chocolate cakes, all one word. I'll see you next week, but until then, remember that foil and mylar wrapping paper cannot be recycled, that it's probably time to clean and then put your bird feeders out, and that it's less than a month before we start to see Sumo Citrus in the stores, and that may be the one thing that brings me joy. Well, that and Christmas cards in my P.O. box. See you next week. Bye.